Our next guest will know Robert a lot better than I do, and I'd love to get his thoughts on what was a significant win for Robert and the stable yesterday. Richard Callender's online. Rich, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Bulldog. Yeah, he's. Uh, I've only met Robert a few times too, but uh, of course, the big win down at uh, at Goulburn, leading into the uh, the championships. And uh, look, he's just a terrific trainer. And yesterday was a huge day. I sent him a text message straight away congratulating him and. Uh, you know, it was just an incredible effort. It won like winks, didn't it? Yeah. I, it <laughs> so I even sent the message even though I backed the second horse. Yeah, no, it was terrific. And after the race too, Rich, um, a, a group of owners, um, I went up to them and they said, oh, they told me what happened. Robert, he couldn't be on track because he was feeling unwell after that COVID op- operation. But they really were enjoying their moment. It was like they'd won a group one and good on them. And and that's what racing's all about. They um, purchased this horse, they backed Robert and they've got a Sydney Saturday winner yesterday it's uh, it's you know everyone's got you got to have some dream there's got to be mm. meat on a bone when you when you're buying the horses uh, Robert saw something in Maricopa and the owners did and uh, they got their just rewards yesterday didn't they and uh, yeah I saw some of the uh, jubilation mm. on Sky Channel they were jumping up and down and why wouldn't you and not just that you own the winner at uh, Ramwick but of course, they beat you almost triple figure odds. Exactly, yeah. Um, and Robert mentioned that the minimum prize may now is 130000 per race on Saturday. You'd be well aware, Rich, that come July 1, Sydney Saturday races will be worth a minimum of 150000 and there's minimum prize money increases right down through to picnic race level. And as Robert mentioned, it's ultra competitive, but when you have some success in Sydney and New South Wales racing, the rewards are there. Yeah, that's exactly right, and that's. But we've seen that also in the uh, the reflection of horse prices at the Yelling Club, mm, particularly mm. English online. Um, I see Mitch Beer and so many trainers. They get online, Clint London and um, Cameron Crockett, Brett Cavan. They're all online watching, and they think, "Oh, this horse online might go for somewhere between twenty and thirty next year. It's forty-two thousand, forty-five. <laughs> it's because um, the prize money is so good." That's the opportunities there for the owners to get a quick return if the horse is up and running. Exactly. Hey, Rich, how big a shock was it to see Zaki get rolled in Brisbane yesterday? Yeah, well, to, well look, there's no doubt that we saw the best of Hoyta, who's going to be a pretty good horse. I think the Stones always had a good rap. And, of course, the second horse, John O'Shea's been rapping Max mm, for that mm. long. And he said, I just need a dry track. Um, but isn't it a different race seven days earlier? The Dooming Cup was going to be on a bog. You would have had Polly Gray, I think, start you know nearly five or six dollars. Yet come up yesterday on a good three and had no hope really, um, just the way that the the conditions were with the track firming up at Eagle Farm. But yeah, look, it was a surprise. Um, I just wonder how much, or I think we're going to see it more often. Dino is during the the, the Sydney um, Autumn Carnival, those very heavy tracks. How much, mm. the, not just the running. But the training every day on those heavy tracks really took out of horses and took the gusto out of them. Um, will they need a good break? Will they bounce back? And Zaki's probably the biggest headline horse that probably hasn't uh, hasn't bounced out of that very tough conditions. Yeah, on a similar theme, Rich, and I could be completely wrong with this, but a horse like Sacrimony, I think, could potentially fall into that basket as well. He was so good at Hawkesbury. He looked fantastic. That was a a very heavy track that day at, at Scone subsequently and again yesterday at Ramwick. He hasn't been half the horse we saw at Hawkesbury. 100%. He might just need a break. I think mm. there's, I think you're going to pick and choose. You'll pick the eyes out. There's going to be a lot of horses like that that, that just struggle. It takes more out of them than you, than you appreciate. And, um, 
when you look at them again, you look back next preparation and they bounce back to say, ah, right, mm. that's exactly what happened and what you said is right, Ray. But, uh, yeah, look, I thought the, the it was great racing around me, but the two big stories out of racing yesterday were obviously Desley Foster getting mm. that group one. I, I, I texted Greg Radley after the race. I said, mate, and I've known Greg a long time. It was, it was actually my wedding party. Um, I said, mate, that was a great interview. You know, Greg done his research, he knew what the topic was, he knew the history of Desley Foster, but more importantly, he let Desley Foster talk. You yeah. know, I see too many interviews nowadays and uh, where the interviewer wants to be the star of the show. Geez, I thought it was just a great interview, and I, I text Greg. And, of course, the big news is, oh, as a sportsman, Bulldog, you'll appreciate this, but, you know, when you talk to rugby league players or any sports, if you can go out on top, if you can say, right, I choose my time, this is it, I finished on top. And for Leith Innes, 44 years of age, a derby winner in Australia, um, the retained rider for Cambridge stud. After he got off, he went out, rang his wife. He said, that'll do me. He then notified <laughs> the Lindsays who owned Cambridge stud. And he said, that'll do. No more hot baths every week mm. trying to ride. What a what a great career, uh, Leith Innes, a champion New Zealand rider. And he, he's plied his trade here in Australia and he's been an outstanding and he's uh, I don't know him well. I've met him a couple of times over the years, but they say he's a ripping bloke. And what a way to go out winning a Queensland derby in Australia. Yeah, good call, mate. Gee, you're uptight on Twitter last night about your leak. <coughs> What's going on there? Oh, but... Have a bad day. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just, I, 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 I get frustrated. I could with, tell. With the Sutton's refereeing. I don't know why. Don't they get me paranoid, Bulldog? Like, the changing of that game when the, the, uh, the South bloke was... West Tigers are in front, 18-12. Luke Brooks throws a ball. It clearly hits the hand of South. They get out in the field. That changed the whole game. They scored the next tackle. They scored another set two laters later. And then Alex Johnson, great try in the corner off the pass from Campbell Graham, which I thought, you know, considering Campbell Graham was a yard and a half short of the line and Alex Johnson just put the ball directly down at his feet to score, even I thought if you'd gone to school and left at kindergarten, you'd realise that's forward. Contentious calls, Dino. Jeez, Rich, what's, what's wrong? No, I just... You can't get your words out they, quick enough. I just don't know how they see it. I think it was Michael Innes on Fox said, how did they not see that? It hit mm. the bloke's hand. You don't think Luke Brooks throws the ball seven yards backwards for purpose. Yeah, there's and a couple of dodgy ones. I've got to admit, do, you're right. And when they do, as a coach always said, you heard um, Kevin Walters say when we, we thought it was going to be a no-try to Cobo the week before with the obstruction, he said, you're cheering for him to get tackled. So they don't go back. Mm. But tell me, the bloke upstairs in the box, he interferes with everything. He said, "Listen, a bloke scratched his, his left leg there, penalise him for that." But he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't tell the referee. The bloke just. Well, listen, you're going to have to get off air, otherwise you're going to explode, okay? And Poor I don't want bits and pieces of you all over your house. Poor fellow, he's he's like a lot of rugby league fans. He's he gets frustrated with lack of consistency, which is your your. Um, theme every week, Dino. You just want to see consistency with refereeing and particularly the bunker. No, it's a bunker-free zone today, right? Bunker-free. No, no bunker today. No bunker. It's worn me down. (laughs)